you ready? I'm a lady. And welcome to Idol Days, the show about idol anime. I'm Star. And I'm Sarah. And Sarah, how much reality TV do you watch? Um, Question. More than I care to admit. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. Yeah? T- okay. T- give me, tell me what you watch. Uh, I mostly watch reality dating shows. It gives me uh, some schadenfreude. It's great. Sarah, that is the most in-character thing I think you've ever said on our podcast. Sarah, <laughs> professional shipper. My co-host Sarah watches reality dating shows. Ayo. I legitimately didn't know this about you. We're oh, yeah. Things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My dark and terrible <laughs> secret that's no longer a secret. Yay! Broadcasting it live to the world! Live! We're not, we're not live. It's a podcast. It, but we could I be mean, live. They don't know. I'm staring into the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Acknowledging our audience. Sup. <laughs> I also watch a lot of reality baking shows, like baking competitions. Uh, well, that, like like uh, Greatest Bake Off or whatever. Or Cupcake Wars. That one's a good one. Amazing. Anyway, so yeah, I, I don't watch much reality TV shows. Um, I watched, what was it? The last one I watched was The Circle. Ooh, Circle's that, fun. Like, Social media. It was more fun than I was expecting, mostly just because everybody was just kind of chill. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was like kind of just chill and fun. And I'm like, I don't feel like murdering anyone. This is <laughs> nice to watch. There you go. Because, <laughs> you know, sometimes you're watching reality TV and it's just like these people are fucking idiots. <laughs> That's fair. Absolutely fair. But Sarah, um, have you ever watched, um, I know we joked about it a lot on our April Fool's episode, but have you ever, like, watched American Idol? I watched old American Idol back when it was on TV originally. I know it's back again, haven't seen it since, but I have watched old American Idol, yes. I feel like I hear about The Masked Singer and, like, shows of that nature more than, like, American Idol. And, like, America's Got Talent in Mm -hmm. the various other countries that do got talent, apparently. Yes. And a lot of just a lot of people do singing on that one. But Sarah, yeah. um, I didn't. I, I asked you this because it's actually an intro to what we're going to be talking about today. Because Sarah, what if you could watch reality TV, but it was not reality; it was an anime. Uh, I'm for it, absolutely. Well, good because that's what our episode is about. Hey. We're talking about Selection Project today. Let's hey. fucking go. Let's go. <laughs> So a brief history behind this show, um, from what I understand, is um, it kind of just came out of nowhere. There wasn't any, it's not like based on a manga or a mobile game or a light novel or anything. It's just kind of an original anime project. Um, That is not to say, I think they have a manga coming out now that's like a little Mm. four coma spinoff thing. Um, But the anime was just kind of like an original project that just kind of came out of nowhere. Um, And the basic premise is it is about nine girls who are the finalists in an idol, like, kind of American idol, but in Japan type of thing, uh, where they're all competing in this show, and the winner of the show, which is called Selection Project, the show within a show is called Selection Project, um, the winners get to make their professional idol debut. And so it kind of follows them as on their road to becoming professional idols, kind of. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Sarah, how much have you heard about this show? Uh, I've seen it mentioned. I know absolutely nothing except the clips you just sent me 
Okay, yeah, I sent you, like, all of the musical numbers because I thought it was important that you see those. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so this was a fairly recent anime. I can't remember exactly which season it came out in, but it was pre- it w- came out within the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I figured it was topical so gotta watch it on the sh- or gotta watch it for the podcast wahoo and um i am glad that i watched this show oh um because it has some very surprising similarities to another show that i watched for our podcast very recently actually um okay i'm scared considering <laughs> my brain is like zooming through the one star only watched and yeah there, there's some frightening <laughs> possibilities uh, well, don't get too frightened, um, but I will say you will clock which show it is within the first episode, probably. Oh, oh I see. <laughs> uh, the show definitely has some very weird trope similarities to the point where I le- did like some actual legitimate research on, did this show have any like producers in common with another show? Because this is too, too similar to ignore. Please, please spoil t- it for me. I want to know. It's it's fucking idly project or idly pride again. Whoa, okay. With like the and, and I'll go into that, but also like if you're not familiar with idly pride, if you haven't watched the anime or um, listened to our episode about it, I might recommend going back and doing that now so that you have a little bit more context because I will be making a lot of comparisons to that one because that's what it deserves. <laughs> oh boy, exciting. Um, but yeah, like, they're different enough, like, in the scope of it, but, like, if you get down into the granular, especially with the relationship between the main characters, it is too close to ignore. It's literally that, hey, let me copy your homework meme. (laughs) It's like, okay, but make it different enough so the teacher can't tell. I'm the teacher. I can fucking tell. Everyone on all the anime forums I was reading through before we started recording, everyone fucking knows. Oh, no. (laughs) Like, everyone who watched this show apparently was like, this is kind of like Idly Pride, isn't it? <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, so we're going to get into that. Anyway, um, so I'm going to introduce the characters at the front, um, mm-hmm. because I can't believe I'm about to say this. Thankfully, there are only nine of them. <laughs> <laughs> We've been through a lot recently. <laughs> We've been through so much. War flashbacks. <laughs> um, but similar to Idly Pride... Um, most of the girls, you don't get too much about them. Mm -hmm. Um, the two that you really got to remember are our main two, as Sarah called them when I sent her clips, the lesbians. Yep. They're in love. I can, I can already tell. (laughs) Happy Pride Month. (laughs) The red one and the blue one are in love. Suzurena, yes. So, well, okay. She's, eh, I'm not sure if she's red. I guess, I guess she's red because there's another, she has an orange little hair bow. But there's another character who I guess her image color, based on this picture, is also orange. They don't do much of anything with their image colors mm-hmm. in this show. So, like, if I was not looking at a graphic, I would not be able to tell you what their image colors were. Aside from the main two, who are red and blue. Because mm-hmm. mark that off your bingo sheets. The red one and <laughs> so the blue one are in love. The, the red one and the blue one are the main characters, and they're in love. Mark it off. It's basically the freeze phase. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's in fucking every anime. Let's go. Let's go. Um, so the two you got to remember are uh, Suzune, who is our main character. Um, she's very cute. She's my ponytail character. You know how much I love the ponytail characters. You do. Um, she's got kind of like caramely brown hair um, that's pulled back in like this very fluffy ponytail. And I'm like, yes, I'm finally being represented in an anime. <laughs> she, her hair.
hairstyle is similar to mine if it was lighter brown. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes, baby. And she's got like a big old orange hair bow on her head and she's very cute. Very cute. Um, her personality is main character. <laughs> the red one. The red one. But she's got some hidden trauma. Oh. And we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, our second main character is the blue one. This is Rena. She looks exactly what you think a blue one looks like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She has the long, dark hair and the blue eyes, and she lo- she's, the se- she's the serious one. I was going to say, she looks like she's serious. She has the serious eye shape. <laughs> it's like at a pointy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like this show that it, like, it does actually vary some of the characters' eye shapes, and she definitely has like the, yeah, serious, pointy eye shapes. Mm-hmm. I love it. But yeah, no, she, picture a blue idol anime character. That's her. That's Rena. Yep, the blue one. So, so Suzune is our lead. Rena is our sub-lead. They're lesbians. Um, those are the two you really got to remember, so stick those two in your head. Okay. Um, I'm just going to go over the others very briefly, because, like, okay, so here's the thing. I talked about my first comparison to Idly Pride. Um, this show does something similar to Idly Pride where you don't really have to care about the supporting cast too much, even though like they're members of the show and members of the idol unit, but they're just kind of there. The show is about them, but it's also not. Gotcha. Um, it's like they're there as an accessory because we need more characters for this idol anime and we got to sell merch of our cute girls and we got to pander to our audience. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to be calling them out by name for most of this show. Gotcha. So I'm just going to go in order that they are in this graphic that I sent you, because that's easiest. Okay. The first one is Hiromi. She's Mm -hmm. the yellow one. She reminds me a lot. She's the Osaka character. Um, I I have a cousin named Hiromi, and she lives near Osaka. So Perfection, then. (laughs) Yes. Um, So, like, she's kind of the somewhat boyish one. Um, she's like kind of, I don't know if they ever officially name her the leader, but she's got the leader energy. Um, she's got like blonde hair and kind of a flippy bob that kind of flips inward. And so everybody in this show has kind of like little gradients in their hair, which I kind of mm-hmm. like. It's, it's cute. It's kind of charming. Um, but hers are weird because, um, like the underside of her hair has like kind of a blue gradient, but her hair is yellow. And I'm just like... Yours looks like it could actually be dyed like that, and it's not just, like, a weird lighting thing. She's reincarnated um, Gurren Lagan Nia. Sure. <laughs> Never finished watching that show. Oh, I'll take oh sorry about that. It's spoiler. Now, it's, what a, Sarah, it, it's been out for so long. It's fine. <laughs> Hashtag Gurren Lagan watched, spoilers. We watched that in college, <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> Oof. We're fucking old. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so she's kind of like the brash leader. She's from Osaka. She kind of reminds me of, I can't remember her name, but the Osaka character from 22-7. Mm-hmm. Similar vibes. Um, the next one is uh, Nagisa. She's the one, when I saw the videos, I'm like, I like her <laughs> specifically. No, no, Sarah, Sarah, like specifically, I she I, I did it. I did it. You I called it. At, I called it. Finally. <laughs> I looked at her and I'm like, yeah, this one's going to be Sarah's favorite probably. Because like, she's... She's very cutesy, um, but she's also, like, she's not malicious about it, but she's, like, kind of the the strategist mm. of the group. And she, she like, people kind of call her, like, a little bit of a schemer. He's like, you're so cute, but you've kinda, you're kind of a little bit of a schemer. And she's like, I just want to win. I don't want to, like, be, like, evil or anything. I just, I want to win. 
We I need a her. few more v- views on our thing. We're going to do a little fan service episode where you guys come in and prank me, and then that'll push us over the top so we can make it to the next round. Genius. No, she, she's cute. I feel, like, I feel like she would definitely be your fave. But yeah, um, so she has like kind of silvery white hair. It's kind of short. Um, she wears glasses sometimes, but not all the time. Um, and she, I guess, is one of the green ones, but there's two green ones. So, you know, yes. whatever. Uh, next up in this uh, little just character graphic is Notoka. Um, she sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> She's the eyebrows. She, she has like the little like itty bitty eyebrows. Like, they're thick, but they're only, like, a third of the length you think they should be. Mm -hmm. Um, She's got, like, dark purple hair kind of pulled back in, like, sort of a side ponytail situation. And her whole personality, she loves food, but she has to go on a diet because she's an idol. But she just loves food so much. But, oh, I have to watch my weight because I'm an idol. That's her whole fucking personality. She sucks so much. Idol shows, stop doing this. I know. So, yeah, I will not be mentioning Nodoka much except to talk about how much she kind of sucks. And I'm sorry to Nodoka fans get better taste, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I was looking through forums, just like trying to get an idea of what people's vibes were on the show. And there was one where someone was just like, man, Nodoka looks even more smoking hot than usual in this app. But I was just like, get better taste. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So, uh, so moving along, next up is Al. Uh, she is the sporty girl. Sports. Um, I can tell from her pose in this picture. She looks sporty. Yeah, she, she's got like her arms. She's got her hands behind her head. She's like looking relaxed and sporty because she's the sporty girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's tan because she spends all her time in the sun. Um, because she's a sporty girl. (laughs) And that's all you really need to know about her. She actually has an interesting character. I ended up identifying with her a lot, but we'll, we'll get into it. Okay. Um, next is, um, Uta. Oh, I didn't describe her at all. She's got like slightly tan skin. She's got short black hair. That's like a little bit longer on one side. She's, she's, she's cute. She Mm -hmm. looks sporty. Mm -hmm. Picture a sporty girl. That's what she looks like. Um, she looks like a watered down tan, um, Makoto. (laughs) I mean, Makoto yeah. Idol Master. <laughs> You're right, actually. Because, you know, she's the sporty girl. <laughs> the sporty girl. <laughs> All right, so we're almost done. we got three more. Um, next, we have um, Uta. And she looks she like is, a child. She's a literal child. She's okay. like 11. Okay, um, small. She, her, her thing, I, I actually appreciated, they didn't fan service her much in this show, which I appreciated, because, you know, other Idol anime would be like, yeah, we're going to put her in the sexy outfit because she's a child. And we have to pander to that cursed audience um <laughs> looking at you cinderella girls no no she she's she's good she's fine like in the episode where all the characters have to wear swimsuits they just put her in a dress good so like yeah i i appreciated that good on your selection project thank you i mean that being said who knows how old the other characters are supposed to be but <laughs> they're like anywhere from middle school to late high school i think the oldest is mako and we haven't gotten to her yet okay. but everyone's just kind of like 16 17 ish okay but i mean at least they didn't lewd the literal the child which is one. not something we can say for the idol master franchise yeah listen <laughs> i love idol master there's that one fucking card of Yayoi in sexy outfits, like kind of Ooh. leaning backwards on a bed seductively. She is 11 years old! 
Do not do this to the child. Do not lewd the child, please. Anyway, but yeah, so Uta doesn't really have that problem. Good. At least not that I noticed. I feel like maybe in some of the outfits she has like a little bit of midriff, but it's not like you don't focus on it too much. It's just like, it's like a child wearing a tankini to the beach yeah, type so just of. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, it, it's cute. It's not sexy. Good. Thank God. Thank God. But yeah. So she has, like, very, very pale um, brown hair. It's kind of blunt-cut bangs, kind of, like, comes down. She's got, like, these two little pigtails on the side of her head, but most of her hair is down. Uh, she's cute. She's she's more serious than she looks, because mm -hmm. she's, like, a, her thing is she's a child actress, mm -hmm. and her mom is very strict with her. Aww. About, like, you, you got to do good on this idol show. You got to do good. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do good. I'm going to do it. I know how to be an idol. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, so she's just kind of over it a little bit. But she's cute. Uh, next is Nya. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, she's very ubu. <laughs> she, no, she, she is, she's Nya. She's, um, so this is Shiori. Um, she has, like, these two little buns, like Kasumi from Bang Dream, that are, like, kind of triangle shapes and look like cat ears Nya. Mm -hmm. um, and she's got, like, brown hair. Green eyes. It's hard to tell from this picture, but she does have like the cat pupils. She totally has slit pupils. Oh my god, and she's she, a cat. She, no, and she has like the mouth. She's like um, Miku from Cinderella Girls. If the producers of Cinderella Girls weren't cowards, make an <laughs> oh, actual god. cat. Make an actual cat girl, you cowards. So, so maybe, she's like she's probably related to Cecil Ludipri, honestly. <laughs> probably. So yeah, her thing is like diff you would expect her to be like, yeah, I'm a cat girl. Yeah, that's my gimmick. But honestly, I don't think she says yeah the entire time mm. because she's her her personality is she's the rich fancy girl Ooh. and she comes from an esteemed family. She like a she, very traditional esteemed rich girl Japanese family. She's rich and she has rich people hobbies because she's rich. It's because she's related to Cecil Udapri, who's a prince. And you know what? And a cat. That tracks because she is also green. <laughs> green, cat, rich, they're related. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd Illuminati confirmed. I'd Illuminati confirmed. <laughs> but yeah, so so just I'm just gonna call her cat girl for a while, probably, but her okay. name is Shiori. She is Nya. Yeah. Um, and then the last one is probably like I've got a handful of favorites. I didn't hate anyone in this cast except for Nodoka because she sucks. Um, but Mako and Suzune are probably my favorites. So mm. Suzune, Suzune is our main girl. Mako is probably my second main girl, which is surprising because she's the mama. She's like the mama type. You and, like, like the, the responsible ones though. She's she is the responsible one. Yeah, she's like she's the oldest. She's kind of like her thing is she's got a lot of younger siblings and she ends up like kind of being the mom to some of the younger girls. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like the responsible one is definitely her thing. And she's just like, get your shit together, you children. Let's be <laughs> Idaroos. I'm going to whip you into shape is literally something she gotcha. says. Anyway, um, but yeah, so she's kind of got like long black wavy hair that has like a very, very faint blue highlight gradient towards the end. Mm -hmm. uh, she got big titties because you know the mommy character has to have the big titties but she's still in high school so like can we mm, <laughs> whatever it's idle anime moving on anime <laughs> anime but yeah so those are our girls i will run through them one more time just real quick we've got suzune our main character ponytail genki red color we got rena the blue one she looks like a blue one um black hair serious we got Hiromi, she's the blonde one. She's the kind of like competitive one. Osaka, 
Uh, we got Nagisa, silver hair schemer. We got Nadoka, purple, sucks. Uh, <laughs> we got Ao, Sport. sporty girl. Sporty girl. We got Uta, tiny child, child actress, literal child. We got Shiori, Nya. Nya. And we got Mako, who's Mommy. just mom. <laughs> I mean, they literally nickname her mama in the anime. Like, okay. these bottom three girls are in a subunit, um, and they literally have, like, nicknames for all each other. And Mako's <laughs> nickname is Mommy, so, like, yeah. <laughs> Moms, girls, and teens. Moms, girls, and teens! Let's go! <laughs> Alrighty, so there are actually, like, uh, two, well, one and 0.5 and 0.5 characters um, that you Ooh. need to remember. Uh, so the first one is um, Akari, mm-hmm. and she's not in the anime because she's dead before it starts. F. Um, so she is, um, she was a top Idaru, but she passed away a few years ago. That's not a spoiler. It gets talked about in the first episode. I'm um, feeling the idly pride vibes already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on to that feeling. Um, and then we've got two more characters who are kind of minor characters, but they kind of help move the show along. Uh, the first is the mascot character, mm-hmm. who is a uh, Sumi Panda. And Sarah, what vibes do you get off this mascot character? Um, Dead Man Wonderland. I don't know. Terrifying. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. It, it's he's she, so the mascot is female, but the person who voices the character is male, and like. You do see him outside of the costume later on in the show, and he's just a dude. Um, but yeah, so Sumi Panda's just like, he kind of has the Vivi Final Fantasy thing going, where there's like a little panda head, but the mouth is open, and you just see like this little black void with the little yellow dot eyes on in the inside. Yeah, and the panda itself has like X's for eyes, so it's like terrifying. Yeah, l- a little bit. It's kind of It's kind of just a... It, it looks like the thrift shop music video a little bit. <laughs> if <laughs> I wear your granddad's clothes, I look incredible. I got all this shit from a Goodwill and just kind of patched it together and I'm a panda costume. Because yeah. <laughs> none of these colors go together. No. Um, but yeah, so like on the TV, the mascot is small and cute and like a little shibi sized, but like... There's actually, like, you know, a person in this suit where just the, it's a guy in a suit and the proportions are man in suit. And so it's like, they actually comment on it in the show. It's like, Sumi Panda looks different in real life. The real question is, can he do a backflip? I, there are no backflips in this show, Sarah. I'm so sorry. Not as good as Yuga Koro-kun. No, no. Get, get fucking wrecked, Sumi Panda. You and your trash out if it can go. And then there's, like, one other character who's very, very minor. Um, but she's, like, the dorm mom at their idol dorms. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to call her dorm mom. She has a name. I don't remember what it is. So that is our cast. And I've been talking for 20 minutes. So I think it's time for us to start talking about the anime. Yeah, give me anime. So, Sarah, uh, our first glimpse of this show, we open in a hospital. Uh-oh. Because our main character, Suzune, um, she is a little kid in a hospital, and you can tell she's younger because her hair is shorter. She's um, in the hospital. She's got, like, an IV drip going. She's very obviously sick, but we don't know what's wrong with her. Gotcha. And she is watching Selection Project, the first season, on her oh, phone as a kid. Back in the day. Back in the day. And so you see, like, this short performance. You see Akari. 
and you find out Akari, this, um, this, um, top idol was the winner of the very first selection project. Mm, dead girl. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know she's dead yet, but oh, okay. it's, you, you'll find out she's dead within the next five minutes. Gotcha. <laughs> um, so time skip. It is now present day. Uh, Suzune wakes up super duper early because today is the regional finals for the seventh season of Selection Project. Yay! An idol audition slash reality TV show. Yay! Huzzah! So she has made it to the regional finals. So like it's divided up into not, they divided Japan up into nine sections. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she, I forget, I didn't write down the name of the blocks, but she's in one of, she and three other girls are there for the finals of this block. We skip around a bit, showing the rest of the other eight regions and very briefly introducing us to the other characters. Mm-hmm. Um, just very, very briefly introducing us to their base gimmick. Like, always sports. Nodoka likes food, but she's dieting because she's food, but she diet. Mm. Shiori is rich because she's got her butler there with her, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, so the show begins with a moment of, sil- a moment of silence for Akari, the winner of the first selection project who died in a car crash a few years ago. F. But then it's time to move on. Get hey. time for the selection project to go. Like that's literally the energy it brings. It's like, okay, moan of silence for the dead girl. And here Let's we go. go. <laughs> so um, this is an audience participation live streamed idol selection show. So basically um, the girls are going to perform and the audience votes who they want to win. Um, and the votes are called yells. Okay. Um, so it's like, who can get the most yells and move on to the national finals? Let's find out. Mm-hmm. Um, we again go through all the other girls giving like really short introductions of themselves on stage. Uh, and then it's Suzune's turn, our main character. Um, so she has a very good voice. Um, and she is singing, like, all the girls sing the same song. That's, like, their tryout song. They're singing Akari's, like, kind of breakout solo. It's called Only One Yell. Okay. And this is also the ending song for the anime. Okay. It's a nice... It's a nice little bop. It's kind of chill. It's just, dude, I, I can't sing it because... Insert I, song. I, I watched this show at 1.5 speed, and then when I went back and listened to it at normal speed, I'm like, oh, it's a lot slower than I thought it was. But I'm used to hearing it. I'm like, no, it's it's much slower than that. Fuck. And <laughs> What's the, the car- tempo? And so this is the song written by, or the, the breakout written song for from the dead girl. Akari, yeah. So this is the dead girl's breakout solo, basically. Gotcha. And so they all have to cover it. That's their tryout song. Gotcha. Um, and so you see, it kind of like clips together all of the girls singing, foreshadowing, as if we didn't know that they were going to all be Idaru's together. <laughs> oh, so they're separately auditioning right now. Yeah, yeah. So like okay. all the, there's different like auditions for each region. And so um, you're kind of like cutting back and forth and seeing like, okay, here's Nagisa at her audition and here's Rena at her audition. Um, but they're all kind of happening concurrently. Gotcha. Mm. Um, but then, so Suzune's turn, she's in the middle of singing and she's doing a great job and like the votes are coming in. But at some point she just, she kind of like looks up at the stage light and she swoons a little bit and she 
falls. <gasps> Uh-oh. She was in the hospital earlier. Something she bad's going to happen. She was in the happen. hospital earlier. Yeah. What's going to happen? Well, what happens is that she she's able to pick herself back up and she finishes the song. But what happens is in the first episode of the anime, the main character loses. Oh. Yeah. So she she does come in second. So she still beat out two other scrubs. Mm-hmm. Um, but she she does not win, mm. uh, which was kind of like the first surprising twist of this show. But like she's the main character. So mm-hmm. something's going to happen. Right. Yeah, must be. So another girl in um, Suzune's audition is a minor character named Saria. Or mm-hmm. Sarah, sorry. Me! And she, well, she's from California. Me! And she's, I guess she's got to be half Japanese because she's blonde. And she's like, California girls, we are idols now, basically. I vibe with that. Yeah, and so she's the one who ends up winning. Oh, but I win. she feel she feels bad about it, and she's like, "But I do. but Suzune was so much better than me. I know that she would have won if she hadn't fallen. I feel guilty about it, mm. but she doesn't really say much. Um, and so Suzune's like, "Well, I had my chance. Time to walk home now. <laughs> Cries on the bridge." <laughs> Yeah, so the the first episode of this heartwarming anime ends with our main character walking home with her little rolly suitcase just crying. The end. The end. Uh, so that's that's Selection Project. That's our anime. Mm-hmm. How uh, wonderful. That's how it ends. I know, right? Too real. Mm-hmm. But it's not over yet. Episode Ooh. two. Episode two. Mm-hmm. So we open with uh, Sarah, California Me. girl. Um, Sarah, my co-host. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. What do I do? Um, and she's just kind of still thinking, man, I should have lost. Susan A should have won. She's the better performer. Oh, what do I do? Uh, is she shows up at Susan A's school is what she does. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I know and she's like, I, I can figure out where people live pretty easy. Yeah, you can. It's horrifying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sarah's like really good at internet stalking people. <laughs> you give her a first and last name and she will find your home address within five minutes. She has done it multiple times. It's very scary. <laughs> I mean... Don't I mean me. You've done it multiple times. Okay, but we'll see how it pans out in this anime when I do it. Live in front of me. (laughs) On a call with me. So scary. Anyway. So Sarah basically shows up at Suzune's school. It's like, hey, you want to go on a date? You want to hang out? And Suzune's like, yeah. Mm -hmm. This is weird, but okay. And so, like, these two get along, they spend the day together. Sarah again talks about it, like, man, you should have won. But mm-hmm. Susan is like, no, you earned it, so you should have won. And they're just, like, going at each other. But Susan A um, is like, I don't know if I want to keep singing because this was kind of my one chance. But Sarah's like, I did a bunch of auditions in America and I failed every single one. So, like, losing one audition is not that big a deal. And Susan A's like, really? I don't know. Um, but Sarah encourages her to keep singing. And Susan is like, no, you're right. I do love singing and I want to keep singing. I don't want to give up yet. And Sarah's like, that's the answer I was looking for. Anyway, I'm going to go study abroad in America for the summer. So you got to take my place. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Sounds good. It's basically what happened. So like there's a news broadcast on just like the app. The Selection mm-hmm. Project app. And Sarah's like, hey, yeah, I'm dropping out and I'm going to America to have a training arc. You won't really <laughs> see me again until the end of the anime. 
Um, which means that since Suzune was the runner-up, she's going to take my place. And mm. Suzune's like, what? And so then they, they hang out again. And Sarah's <laughs> like, I want to get stronger, and then we'll meet again in the future as top idols. Mm-hmm. And, Su- right. and Suzune, you got to promise me that you'll win so that one day we can meet up and be rivals. And Suzune's like, okay. And you only see Sarah one more time in the entire show, and it's not in person, it's over the phone. It's over the podcast when she talks about the anime. Oh, meta. shit! <laughs> so meta! Oh my god. Um, but yeah. So um, basically, Suzune is now the runner-up. She gets offered a spot in the actual Selection Project show. She takes the offer, and we cut to the girls going to like the little studio where pretty much the rest of the show will take place. Okay. Um, it's just... It's like a studio. They've got all their shit together. They've got dorms for the girls. They've got a stage. They've got like camera stuff. It's all there. Everything you could want is all here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we see the final scene is all the girls converging on the dorm. Okay. And Suzune introduces herself and all the other girls are like, yeah, you were the one who was a runner up, but now you get to be on the show. That's so cool. Except for Rena. Our the blue, blue one. Who is such a bitch. Uh-oh. <laughs> She's like, wow, if I'd been offered a spot after losing, I'd be too embarrassed to show my face. Uh-oh. And she just kind of walks off dramatically and then credits roll. Dun, dun, dun. So I actually talked about this on our Discord, mm-hmm. and people clocked what anime I was watching just because I mentioned how fucking shitty the blue was. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, like, I'm gonna just read what I posted. I started watching the show for the next episode yesterday, and oh my god, the blue is terrible. I hate her and can't wait to see the slow burn to lovers with the main girl that's inevitable in this genre. <laughs> and then the next person who commented was, I, you're, you're watching Selection Project, probably. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's Selection Project. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Rena's just kind of a bitch. Her personality, she's a bit of a bitch. She takes Uh-oh. the rivals thing too seriously. She doesn't want to be friends. She's got to be rivals because she's serious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Episode three. Okay. So you will notice the one thing about the show, you will notice that I'm kind of blasting through these episodes. Mm-hmm. The show is very decompressed. Like it moves at a snail's pace sometimes gotcha. almost. Like, this could have been a six-episode miniseries, and all you would have lost is just context of the girls talking to each other and having conversations with each other. Gotcha. So, like, there's not a lot of, like, real content to dig into in each episode. A big focus is placed on just the girls and developing their personalities and getting to know them and their relationships with each other. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's not interesting to talk about on a podcast. Yes, absolutely. Understandable. So, so yeah. (laughs) Which, like, okay, going back to it, if we want to compare it to uh, Idly Pride, Idly Pride did something similar, but they had too many fucking characters that none of, like, the side girls really got any Mm -hmm. screen time. I cannot remember any of their fucking names. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, these side characters were not important. This one at least makes me feel like I know these girls better. Gotcha. So maybe leads yeah. the way if there ever is a season two to expand on them. Oh, no. They definitely leave it open for a season two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So episode three. Uh, we finally get the opening, which mm-hmm. is called Glorious Days. 
Gotcha. Um, and it's 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 your pretty standard idle fare. It's kind of like an it starts out a little bit like kind of slower a little bit, but it kind of pumps up during the uh, chorus. It's a nice jam. One thing I noticed from the clips you sent me, Star, is mm -hmm. the 3D looks really good. <laughs> yeah, okay, so that's the thing, is they've got a, several, like, I think, like, six song and dance numbers. Half of them are 3D and half of them are 2D. Mm -hmm. So, like, they saved their, they actually were kind of smart about it. Like, they saved their budget for the episodes where, like, all nine of them were performing mm -hmm. together, and the three subunit songs are all animated in 3D. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I guess the I guess the one in the very last episode is also. And it's, it did seem like some of the the wider shots with all of them were a big mix too. Probably, yeah, yeah. But like they don't skip, they don't seem to skip back and forth. Or if they mm -hmm. do, it's not very obvious. Um, it's like if it's three D, it's three D. If it's two D, it's two D. But no, yeah, the three D is like very crisp. It looks really good. It looks really good. My one like this isn't even an, an issue really. It's just something I kind of noticed. It's almost too smooth. Mm. Like the animation, it feels like it's on such a, a much higher frame rate than the rest of the show. It just kind of feels a little off sometimes gotcha. in comparison to the rest. But like that's barely even a complaint because it, it looks so fucking nice. It looks really good. Yeah, like the characters' faces look good. It looks like like it's rendered to look like the 2D. Mm -hmm. It's fucking nice looking. Yeah, yeah, they have expressions. It's not the dead face you sometimes mm -hmm. get. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, the effects are really nice. The rendering is really nice. It's just my one thing is it's such a higher frame rate than the rest of the show. Gotcha. It does occasionally clash a bit. Gotcha. Because, like, in some of the 3D numbers, they'll, like, jump back to the girls who are watching, and it's just like, oh, yeah, you're animated 12 frames per second. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. You can only be 24 frames per second, or even maybe 30 frames per second. I'm not sure. You can only have a higher frame weight when you're performing as an Idaru. <laughs> well, idols are special. Idaru's. Um, but yeah, so over breakfast, it's like the next morning. The girls all introduce themselves. We get a little bit more character from all them, except for Blue, Rena, who's just my profile's on the show website. Ooh, oosh. Yeah, and everyone's like, Come on, don't be like that. We're gonna be together for the next couple weeks, so we should be friends. It's a fine umbrella. <laughs> um, you meet the mascot, Sumi Panda, who has been on the thing, but you see IRL Sumi Panda, who's dude in a suit. Yep. And uh, he and sh so the again the mascot's female, but this is a guy playing her. Um, so if I switch back and forth, that's why. So Sumi Panda's like, hey, um, so you guys are going to be filmed the entire time, not just while you're on stage. They have cameras in, like, their bedrooms, which is kind of creepy. Oh, yeah. Um, it's not played as creepy. You never get any, like, lewd fan service of the girls changing or anything. It's just like, yeah, we, we're going to be, like, filming you at all times, so don't do anything weird. Mm -hmm. Um, so the first round of uh, tryouts is going to be the next three episodes. Okay. Because the idea here is that um, all the girls are given three options. Are you best at singing? Are you best at dancing? Or are you best at playing musical instruments? Gotcha. And so the girls all pick, and then what they pick decides what subunit they go into. Okay. 
And so our first one that we're going to focus on is Suzu Rena, which is our two main characters, the red and the blue one, who both pick singing. Mm, and tension. then Suzune is like, ah, shit, I got to work with the grumpy girl. <laughs> and Rena's like, ah, shit, I got to work with this clown who Ooh. couldn't even get in on her own merit, fucked up at the audition and is only here because the first place winner dropped out, doesn't deserve to be here. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Anyway. Um, so the premise here is that each group has to get um, 100,000 yells, like votes, from the audience. And uh, if they can't make it to that threshold, they'll get kicked out. So and it's, since it's the- almost less that they're competing against each other at this point than they're competing against a mutual goal, correct? Yes. Okay. Because they're not like, one of you has to be voted out at the end. It's, you have to meet this threshold or else you will not move on gotcha. to the next round. Okay. But because it's a group number... Everybody in the group has to work together. And so Suzune and Rainer are like, ah, shit. Teamwork. <laughs> Teamwork Ugh. makes the dream work. Ugh. Ugh. But yeah, and also just as a note, um, all of the songs that they're doing are covers from previous uh, selection project uh, entrants and okay. winners. Um, and so the two of them are going through, like, they're practicing, but they're awkward Mm because Ren is, like, really stiff, and she's like, why did I get stuck with the fuck up, etc. But so here's the thing. Votes can come in at any point during this process. It's like, I think maybe, like, a week or two is how long the first round lasts. And so you can check on the website how many votes people have already. And they go on the website, and they notice that Renna is already halfway to the goal Ooh. and hasn't even performed yet. And everyone's like, why is, she, one. why is she doing so well? What's going on? And that's when you find out that Rena, our bitchy blue girl, is Akari's younger sister. Oh, that's why they look similar. Uh-huh, that's why they look similar. So uh, does this sound like anything familiar, The grumpy blue one? Is related to a dead person? Is the younger sibling of a passed away former idol and is participating in the same idol um, competition that the older sister participated <laughs> in to follow in her sister's footsteps and try and understand what the sister felt to be an idol? I sure have never seen this plot before. Mm. Have you, Sarah? A mystery. A mystery. Could never, never seen this before. Totally original. No. So basically now Ren is like already famous because all of the fans of her sister know that she's competing in this. I'm just glad that the one it's similar to is not Gekidoll or Vivi because I was going to be like, what the fuck is going on (laughs) in selection projects? Oh, no, 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 Sarah. If this show was similar in any way to Gekidoll, I would have been screaming over over (laughs) Discord DMs so much more. That's fair. That's fair. I would have been so viscerally upset. I'm thankful if anything, at least is idly pride. Yeah, it's idly pride. It could have been so much worse. But yeah, (laughs) we get like some flashbacks to Rena, the younger sister. She's like... Um, when my sister became a famous idol, I loved her so much and I became her fan, but also I kind of started to see her less because she was, um, always at work and we started, we kind of started growing apart a little bit and then she passed away really tragically in a car accident a few years ago. It was so tragic and this is literally idly pride. Yeah. (laughs) It is literally idly pride. It's the same fucking shit. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, these two shows came out at like they so, were so close, close to each other, so close to each other, like within a year of each other, these two shows came out. And I'm like, 
This can't be coincidence. It's too similar. What happened here? Yeah. I was like legitimately looking like, did these have any like staff people in common? What is going on here? It's too similar, but like I couldn't find a connection. Weird. So I genuinely don't know. It's so weird. Anyway, Idly Pride 2, the reality <laughs> show edition. Um, so Suzanne and Rena talk. Ren is like, I wanted to win on my own merit, like my sister did. But now everyone's rooting for me because I'm Akari's sister, and that's mm. bullshit. I want to win, but I want to win because of my own self. And I'm like, yeah, I can relate to that. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. uh, and Suzune's like, I wanted to be an idol because of Akari. She saved my life. And I wrote in parentheses, if this turns out to be literal like it was in Idly Pride, I will scream. Oh, sweet summer child starve a few days ago taking notes on this anime. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, sweet uh -oh. summer child. Uh-oh. <laughs> Do you remember Idly Pride and how that was a good show, Sarah? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember Idly Pride and how that was a TV show that we watched, that, that I watched and then told you about? Remember yes. that show? Keep thinking about it. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, and then Ren is like, wow, you liked my sister too. This is a point of bonding for us, and their friendship improves, just slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next day, they're working together at vocal lessons. Rena's like, I still want to be idols. So I think our theme should be that we're separate, but together. And we're mm. idols. And then the very next day, or like really close after that, um, they, live, they uh, do a surprise live stream performance well before the deadline. So the idea is like the girls can choose when they perform, just like whenever they think they're ready. Sure. And so they perform like a week before the deadline. They're the first ones up. They're like, yeah, we're ready. Let's go. And you find out that they never rehearsed together. Uh-oh. Yeah. And so um, the song is called Butterfly Bright, and it is an Akari song. So it's one of the songs that um, dead older sister Akari sang when she was an idol. And when you watched this video on that I sent you on Discord, mm -hmm. you sent me the caption, ah, yes, lesbians. Yep. Because, <laughs> like, it's a duet. It's, a, like, a dance and song duet. And apparently they never rehearsed this together, but they do perfectly. Because they they're just, in uh, love. Because they are in love <laughs> and they are destined to be together. Mm -hmm. And la di da -di fucking da <laughs> um, But, yeah, they, they do really well despite everything. Um, and then after, after the cameras turn off, Rena goes in for a high five, but then moves out of the way Ooh. and lays like fucking too slow. At least he didn't fall on stage. Bye. Ooh. And I just wrote in my notes, sheesh. Sheesh. Sheesh, Rena. Sheesh. Um, but yeah, so this show loves after credit scenes. Mm, gotcha. It's like, if you had an extra scene, why didn't you put this before the credits? Because... This this never like it, it it's put your, <laughs> put your important scenes where they belong. Yes. Before the credits. Damn you. Um but yeah, so the girls make it through the first round, but then the mascot gathers the rest of the girls and is like, hey, so just so you guys know, um in all the years that we've been doing selection project, not we've never had a round where everyone makes it through the first round. Uh -oh. So 
Suzune and Rena already made it through, so uh, you two other subunits, uh, better get your asses in gear if you don't want to get kicked out. Yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> All right. So episode four <laughs> is um, our our dance girl subunit. Yeah. I forget what they called their unit. I didn't write it down. Or did I? Did I write it down? I did not. I'm just going to call them dance girls. Dance girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, this is a group of four. Mm-hmm. So we have a group of two, a group of four, and a group of three. Right. So the group of two is Suzu Retta. That's like the duo name that decides on each other. Uh, and then we have um, our group of four, our dance girls, mm-hmm. is Hiromi, yellow Osaka g- uh, girl. My cousin. Uh, we've got Nagisa, um, silver-haired, little schemey one, Sarah's favorite. Love her. We've got Nodoka, who sucks. Boo. Because she loves food, because she's on a diet, but she loves food, but she's on a diet. Uh, and we've got Ow, sporty girl. Sporty girl. So that's the four. Um, and we learn, we basically spend the entire episode bouncing off of these four as they they struggle to work together because their personalities are all so different. Um, and so we kind of learn about them. And what we learn about them is um, Ow, tr- sporty girl, used to be in track, but she was like, at some point, I was literally just running to improve my times and it wasn't fun anymore. Mm. And she's like, I'm not actually super competitive. I'm satisfied making it to the finals and not actually winning. Gotcha. I'm just happy that I made it this far, which is kind of ironic for a sporty girl, but I dig it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Non-competitive yeah. Like, sporty girl. She's yeah, in it for like, the game. Yeah, he's like, I can be satisfied with the fact that I made it this far. I don't have to win to be satisfied with my performance. And I'm like, hell yeah. You go, yeah, sporty girl. Go, sporty girl. Mm-hmm. Shout out, sporty girl. Yep. And then we've got Hiromi, our Osaka girl. She okay. has a lot of older brothers. And so she kind of had to grow up being really masculine in order to compete mm, with them. Um, she, Yeah, so she's very competitive. Um, and she wants to be feminine, but she gets worked up and um, competitive really easily. Um, and she's like, I don't really know who I actually am because I've always had to like be this more aggressive person in order to stay alive in my family. Not, not literally, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she's actually like, um, that backstory is more Makoto reminiscent, but yeah, Mm -hmm. it's kind of nice. Uh, and then we learn, uh, Nagisa, poor baby was just kind of a latchkey kid. Um, like her mom runs like this bar and she's a single mom. And so, um, Nagisa kind of had to be by herself a whole lot. And she's like, I want to be independent enough that I can live by myself because I hate being by myself, but I want to be a person who can be by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Nodoka's like, I don't know, my mom sent in the audition for me. I'm not very ambitious. I'm just here. She fucking sucks. <laughs> gotcha. Nodoka sucks. <laughs> um, so they try and practice again later, but Nagisa, silver hair is gone. They go out looking for her, and she's practicing by herself on the roof. They all apologize. Hiromi's like, I'm sorry I was too hard on you guys. We should try and be ourselves and have fun with our dance. Um, And so then we cut to their performance, which is one of the ones I sent you. Mm -hmm. Um, The song is called Spark Crash. Spark Crash. It's very, like, upbeat, energetic. Um, They all have, like, very bright, kind of colorful, cute pop outfits. The outfits are so cute. They've got, like, overalls, and it's so cute. They're super cute. It's very, like, 90s soda commercial. Yes. Like, kind of outfits. It's very cute. (laughs) 
after their performance, uh, they're about 200 yells away from the goal. They're like so close. And they're like, oh no, oh no, what do we do? What do we do? And this doesn't happen until the next episode, but I'm going to say it now. Nagi says like, I know what we can do. We got to do some fan service to get those last couple of votes. Hey, that's how you and do then it. They, they do like a little prank scene where they're like, we're going to sneak into Nagisa's room and wake her up. Ha 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 ha. Pranked. You got pranked. Give pranked. us your votes. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, that was Nagisa's idea. Nice. Yeah. So next episode, episode five, Band Girls. Band Girls. Same vibe as the last one. The girls don't get a, or have to work together to get along, but they all have different ideas. Um, so Shiori Nya is super rich. Um, she wants to use as much time as possible to prepare because she wants to put on a perfect performance. Um, but then Uta, child actress, is like, we have to put on a show now because, like, what if we don't get enough votes? We won't have enough time to do any, like, makeup work like mm. the other characters had to do. And then um, Shiori's like, no, we gotta, it's gotta be perfect. We've gotta be, sat I refuse to not give a satisfactory performance. And then Uta's like, you're dumb. We need, I hate working with you. We need to just do this. And Mako's just like... You guys need to get along. <laughs> I'm the mom of the group, and I'm tired of seeing you guys fight. But gotcha. I'm also kind of a pushover. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and basically, they spend the entire episode bickering until eventually Mako gets frustrated. Well, the other girls get frustrated with Mako first. They're like, Mako, you are also a part of a group, so you should also be involved in this fight. And there. then later in the episode, Mako's like, you know what? Yeah, I am inv involved with this fight. You guys are too young and you're stupid and you need to figure out how to work together. You guys have plenty of time to grow up into good people. So grow the fuck up <laughs> and let's go put on a fucking show so we don't lose. This is a very solid having to work with teenagers mood. Oh, absolutely <laughs> it is. <laughs> Um, so they finally do their performance, um, and this is very reminiscent of the Zombieland Saga rock performance from the second season, mm -hmm. where they come out, and one's on drums, and one's on bass, and one's on guitar, and they've got these rock outfits, and they do a rock song, and it's cool. Yeah. And so the song is called Noisy Monster or Noise Monster or something like that. Insert song mm -hmm. here. It's rockin'. I love it. Yeah. Mako's outfit here is the best shit. <laughs> She's got like her long, her, like kind of wavy hair is pulled back in a ponytail. She's got like some clip-in highlights. She's got like a turtleneck black shirt with like long sleeves, but it's got like the sh holes in the shoulders. And I'm just like, <laughs> yes. <Sweats. laughs> <laughs> Happy Pride Month to me. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that, that's the mood. And then through their performance, they do get enough yells to make it through the first round, which means that all of the groups have enough yells to get through the first round. Yay, who would have thought? So much for that building tension, which the curse thing. Here's the thing about this show, Sarah. Uh -huh. The producers are fucking cowards. Apparently. <laughs> they are fucking cowards. Make the girls cry. <laughs> make the girls cry. I want to see them cry. And... They only ever cry about interpersonal drama. They never cry about any of the characters. Spoiler alert. No one gets voted off in the show. 
No one gets voted off in this show. In the first round, not in the second round. The third vote's a thing. We'll get there. But I just... It's a show that's supposed to be like a reality show about characters getting voted off over the course of the series. And the Kick producers are fucking the, cowards. Kick them off the island. Vote them off. Vote them off. Get Nodoka out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but I just... I'm just seeing the business people in suits in the executive office of this anime company thinking, well, if we if we vote off some of these characters, then we won't be able to sell as much merchandise of these characters because they get voted off, which means that they suck, which means we won't be able to sell any merchandise of them. So we can't we can't vote off any of these girls. Bull fucking shit. Duncan Ronpa has the like biggest fucking fandom and most of the characters die you can still sell merch mm -hmm. of your characters even after they get voted off vote them off vote, vote them, them off. off you fucking cowards it's like it's a good show i had fun with it the message is friendship whatever <laughs> i couldn't go into the show thinking anything was bad was gonna happen to the characters because nothing there's no I, it's not a believable as a reality show because you know that none of these girls are going to get voted off. Mm -hmm. God damn it. We're so grumpy. <laughs> this is just me. This is just me, star, known fan of the death game genre, wanting an idol anime where the girls die if they don't get enough <laughs> points. Like, there's a fucking kill them anime. off. Kill, kill them, them off. I want. An idol death game anime, though. There, there's like a literal game, idol death game TV. It was never localized because, yeah, not a good choice for localization, probably. But it's like all the idol girls competing for stardom, but if they lose, they fucking die. I would watch the shit out uh -huh. of that. I would watch the shit out of a, <laughs> like, idol murder game show. Give it to me. <laughs> I want it. I want the drama. I want the action. I want the. I want, I want the, the murder. I want the murder. I want to see cute girls killing each other. Anyway, I'm in a mood. Happy Pride Month, Happy anime. Happy Pride Month. <laughs> okay, so the next two episodes, episode six and seven, it's the most pointless two episodes. And uh -oh. I'll get into why. I sent you a screen cap saying I was going to go on a rant when we got to the swimsuit uh -oh, episode. Oh, beach episode. <laughs> beach yeah, so the next two episodes are the beach episode. Because round two is, um, it's more individual. So they're not mm -hmm. in groups anymore. Uh, round two is going to be, they all perform together a song about summer. It's a summer song time. And they're all going to perform in swimsuits. Mm -hmm. But Suzune gets nervous. And she's like, oh, we're going to be in swimsuits. And everyone's like, yeah, swimsuits. And Suzune's like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. But we don't know why yet. Uh-oh. So they go and they all try on like different swimsuits and stuff. And it's, it's like a little bit fan service-y, but it's not like full screen taken up with titties. Gotcha. It's just, it's more like, this is the swimsuit they picked out. This is the little dress that Uda's wearing. It's cute. Like half of them aren't even wearing swimwear. It's just like- They're just like beach clothes. Would, yeah. Beach clothes, yeah. Um, but then when Suzuna comes out, she ends up in like just a, like a school uniform swimsuit, and everyone's like, "Are you not embarrassed wearing that?" And she's like, "No, it's fine." Mm. And then later she ends up changing into like an orange swimsuit, but she wears like a little white hoodie over it, so you don't like see any of the, anything except her legs. Mm. 
mysterious. Um, mysterious. What could she possibly be covering up, aside from a dark past? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I wonder. I wonder. Do you have any guesses, Sarah, what she might be she not wanting to show? She probably has a scar of some sort, but who knows how dramatic it is. Who knows how dramatic a scar could possibly be anyway. So the girls all go like, we see some scenes of them like playing beach volleyball and they're like filming for the show. And Suzune ends up sitting out and all the girls are like, are you sure you want to sit out? This is our opportunity to get some votes. Oh, because all the girls have to get 100,000 votes individually to move on to the next round. I see, I see. So it's like originally you had to get 100,000 for the whole group. Now you all have to get 100,000 individually. Gotcha. Um, and so Suzune is like coming in dead last. Like all the other girls are like sitting around 10,000 by the end of the day. She's got like 1,000 votes. Mm-hmm. Um, cause she's just not participating in any of the beach shenanigans. And she eventually like goes back to the changing room and Rena follows her to go be an ass at her. Oh. And she's like, you can't half ass this if you really, I thought you really wanted to win, but apparently you don't actually want to win because you're being a coward and you don't want to wear a swimsuit. And she pulls the curtains open <gasps> um, and Suzune turns around and sees, and Rena sees that Suzune has a big scar on her chest <gasps> from heart surgery. Um, and then we have a flashback to the hospital um, where, like, she was sick, but then she got this surgery to save her life, and she was successful. But wow, now she's is got this, this idly pride? It's literally idly pride, Sarah. <laughs> it's literally idly pride. Um, so Rena now feels like an asshole, as she should. And she's like, maybe we can do a song without the swimsuits, or maybe we can figure something else out. And she's, like, just starting to cover for Suzune. And then everyone else is like, hey, Rena, Suzune, what the heck is going on with you two? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Hey, what's, hmm, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> what's going on here? Uh, so they end up doing an impromptu, like, evening live stream with all the girls, like, sitting on couches in a circle. Mm. And it's, like, dark. And they've all got spotlights on each other. And it's basically just, like, you two need to talk about what the hell's bothering you, because what the hell's bothering you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so they try to brush it off, but the other girls keep pushing, and they try to brush it off, and the other girls keep pushing. And then Suzuna's like, hey, can we cut the cameras for a little bit? So they cut off the cameras, and Suzuna's like, when I was a kid, I had open heart surgery, and now there's a big scar on my chest. But the thing about that is, I don't, I feel like I shouldn't be embarrassed about it, because someone gave their life to save <laughs> it's me. It's idly bright. <laughs> Sarah, it's literally idly bright. But no. So she's like, I feel, I, I'm ashamed that I feel embarrassed about this scar. Because this scar is what let me live and have a chance to be here. So I shouldn't be embarrassed by it. I'm not fit to be an idol. And she runs away. Uh-oh. Yep. So episode seven. We're halfway through. Mm-hmm. So Susan A is having an emotional, a sad girl moment out in the rain. Mm-hmm. The other girls come get her. And they're like, we're sorry we put you on the spot. We didn't know you were going to blow up like that. Sorry, that's awkward. And she's like, <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck did you expect to happen? And then she, um, Suzune's like, I can't, this body doesn't just belong to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. And everyone's like, what does that mean? 
And she's, and she's like, like have you seen the anime Idly Pride? <laughs> I love that anime so much that I made my, I literally made my life about it. Um, because when I was a kid, I had a heart transplant. So someone died and gave me their heart so that I could keep living and be here. But now this scar is embarrassing and whatever. And I shouldn't be embarrassed about it because this person who gave their life to me, I don't know who it could possibly be. Um, <laughs> they gave their life for me and I'm embarrassed about it, but I shouldn't be and I'm not fit to be an island. I'm sad. So we get a really brief scene before we move on with the seriousness, where we see the, the mascot character, still dressed as the mascot character, drinking his sorrows away. <laughs> and so Sumi Panda, like, dude Sumi Panda is just there, is just, like, drinking sake with, like, the dorm mom. And then every, all the rest of the girls get back, and they're like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. And then we get a little bit of backstory. It turns out that um, the, the person who wears the Sumi Panda outfit um, is a failed idol. Oh from like the 90s named oh. June and the girls find this out really quickly and they're like oh you're an idol we're gonna sing you you like red bean like June or whatever your name was and like the girls are kind of like teasing him a little bit he's like shut up Aww. shut up <laughs> shut up it's it's kind of cute cute but yeah so the girls are like how can we help Suzune through this trauma mm-hmm and so uh, Rena's thing that she does is she's like, you know, my, my older sister was an organ donor. Completely coincidentally, my older sister was an organ donor. Just and I a think coincidence. That what, totally coincidental. Absolutely nothing could possibly be going on here. Mm -mm. And one thing I think you should do is you should take this, this very distinctive pattern stationery that I give you, and you should write a letter to the family of the donor anonymously and try mm. and work through your feelings about it. And Susan is like, okay, I will do that. <laughs> <laughs> so she, she does that off screen. Uh -huh. um, and then the rest of the girls are like, uh, we're going to go find a swimsuit that will cover up her scar so she doesn't have to be embarrassed about her scar and she can still wear a swimsuit and still get points and we'll help her move on to the next round, which is cute. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Remember this. Like, they have, like, several racks of swimsuits to go through. Swimsuits and summer wear and dresses and all this nonsense. They end up finding and modifying, like, sort of a bikini-type outfit. It's like, a, it's like a sleeveless little top with like red and kind of like some ruffles on it. And they make Mako, the mommy character, um, kind of crafts like this little ruffle in the front that makes it go up a little higher in the center of her chest so it would cover up where the scar is. Mm -hmm. And it's very, very cute. Put a pin in that. Okay. <laughs> so, um, and then like kind of the last thing that happens is Suzune gets a fan mail from a viewer of the show who says... My name is also Suzune, but it's spelled with different kanji, and I'm fighting for my life in the hospital. Um, but watching you makes me happy and gives me strength to keep fighting. And Suzune is like, oh no, this little baby is voting for me, and all the people who are cheering for all of us are real people. It's not about the numbers. It's about the people that we're trying not to disappoint on the internet. And, yes, try not and, to disappoint people on the internet. Good luck with that, kids. Good luck with that. <laughs> but no, yeah, it, it's played as meaningful. And she's like, I was just thinking about the numbers, but behind each of those numbers is a person. And I want to keep fighting for them, the people who are cheering me on. And everyone's mm -hmm. like, hell yeah. By the way, here's this swimsuit we made for you to cover up your disgusting surgery <laughs> oh <my> scar. <laughs> but like, here's the thing. If I was in her shoes, I would have absolutely played that up for pity points. Ooh, yeah, that'd be great. Also, like, 
don't they have like a makeup team if she's really they have yeah like they have a full makeup team and here's the thing we cut to so they do another quick live stream and um susan is basically like i'm sorry about how awkward that was but i'm feeling better now and i'm gonna do my best and everyone's like yay um Mm -hmm. but she doesn't say anything about her surgery right Mm -hmm. um but we cut to the performance and we get kind of like a full music video style um of this song that's called naked blue um, it's, it's a nice song. I actually like it. It's like very heavy bass, kind of like heavy beat. The, ele- the chorus has a lot of like kind of electronic sounding, um, kind of beats to it. It's a nice little song. It sounds like something you dance to at a summer party. It's very much like kind of a summery mm-hmm. song. And here's the thing about it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about their outfits for this musical number. Yes. They spent the last two episodes worrying about how they're going to cover up Suzune's scar. And Sarah, if you look at the screen cap of the summer outfits that I sent you, mm-hmm. half of these girls are wearing outfits that would have covered the scar. Yep. Fucking Rena is wearing like this black high necked shirt. Yep. Like this black high neck tank top that completely covers so, any cleavage. They, they weren't like, hey, you can borrow our swimsuit. They're like, well, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll modify a different one and not just say like, hey, like, because Al, she's got like her hair is a different color. But like both girls who are on either side of Suzune in this, Suzune's got like her cute little red ruffly bikini with like the little thing in the center to kind of like co- go up higher to her collarbone. But like... Um, Ow, sporty girl is wearing like sporty this girl. little tank top with like it's showing the midriff, but you can't see like anything below her collarbone. Um, Rena's wearing like the kind of high top, high necked um, tank top kind of thing. Um, like half of these girls are wearing outfits that don't yeah. show any cleavage or anything below the collarbone. So what the fuck was this entire two episode drama yeah, about? That doesn't make any sense. Like I get it. They need drama, but this there was a much easier solution to yes. this. If if Multiple if Susan was solutions. if Susan was genuinely this worried about it, she didn't even have to bring it up. No, there were so many options for swim and beachwear for this thing for this number that did not involve showing cleavage at all. Yeah, and I mean, like on the one hand, props to the team. For, like, not forcing these girls to wear, like, all of these children to wear bikinis, but also, like... <laughs> there were options. There were options here. <laughs> you had options, yeah. Susan A. Like, these two episodes did not need to exist. No. I mean, like, they needed to exist for, you know, round two. But this drama of round two did not need to happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like... All right. If there's an easy solution like this to your problem, I'm not not going to get frustrated by it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. But anyway, um, so all of the girls end up making it to round three. What a shock. What a fucking shock. But now here's the twist, Sarah. Uh-oh. After credit scene, they announce the theme of round three. And the Uh theme of round three is that all of the girls are going to do one final concert together for the final round. But the verbiage they use is very specifically, all seven of you (gasps) will be doing a final concert together. But there's nine of them. 
yeah, the girls are like, but there's nine of us. And the mascot, Sumipan, is like, yes. Dun, dun, dun. You guys get to vote each other off. Ooh, vote them off the island. We're in survivor now. We're, on, so we're now in survivor mode. Yeah. But again, the producers of this anime are fucking cowards. No. <laughs> Because, okay, so the next two episodes are kind of like this this lead up to the vote, which means that a lot, a lot of screen time is spent on all the girls waffling mm. over how are we going to keep ourselves from being voted out? How are we going to decide who to vote for? But we're all such good friends mm. and we can't vote anyone out. What the heck? How come we have to decide? Why couldn't it just have been an audience vote? This isn't fair. And I'm just screaming at the screen. Vote out Nodoka. She fucking sucks. <laughs> she doesn't have a point in the anime. She's literally just there to talk about food and make ch- comments about how she's on a diet. She sucks. I hate her guts. Vote Nodoka off the show, please. They don't. <laughs> okay zero out of ten fucking zero anime sucks <laughs> but yeah okay. so they spend just a lot of time doing this waffle and like cutting back and forth between all the girls being sad and, mm. and frustrated and what are they gonna do um but we don't focus on that drama because now it's time for a different drama entirely Ooh. um because Rena's family, our blue girl, Rena's family. family sends her a care package. Mm. And then she ends up talking to her mom. And so part, she's like, hey, what's this envelope in this package? Uh-oh. And um, Rena's like, or um, the mom is like, yeah, those are all letters that um, over the years have been sent from um, your sister's heart donor. It's anonymous, so we don't know who's sending them. A mystery. But, um, the person has sent us several over the years. We were going to show you these when you were older. But we're going to send them to you now because it's going to spark drama for this anime that we're doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, Rena is looking through all of these letters. And one of them has very familiar stationery. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Who could have seen this coming? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not us. Who have... It's a good thing we watch Idly Pride first. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Otherwise, we would have been talking about Idly Pride like this. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, it would have been the same shit. It's just one would have come before the other. Right, right, right. But yeah, so uh, Rena is shocked and she's like, wait, I recognize this stationery. And so she reads the letter and it's like, from Suzune's point of view, it's like, I'm so glad that I was given this chance to life. So thank you for giving me this chance at life. And I hope I make you proud and like all this stuff. And Rena's like, I recognize the stationery and also this handwriting because it's my girlfriend, kind dun, of. Dun, dun. Um, and so she goes to Suzune and she's like, hey, Suzune, what, what day was your trans? plant on and she's like oh it was on this day and a co- and ren is like god she's like to herself she's like that's the same day that my sister died fuck Uh-oh. fuck and she doesn't tell suzune why she's all upset and suzune's like did i say something wrong and ren is just like fuck fuck bye fuck Uh-oh. And so now she's all flustered and suzune is just confused and she's like what's going on What's going on? <laughs> mm-hmm. So all the girls have been getting like interviews. It's like part of the show. They're all doing like their final round interviews. And Rena goes to give her interview, but then Suzune is like in the background. She's like, "Is it okay if I watch?" And the staff's like, "Sure." And then Rena's like, "Ah, uh, can I postpone my interview and do it later?" And they're like, "Yeah, okay, sure." And Suzune's like, "Oh no, she's allergic to me." Oh no. What did I do? 
too. But then later Suzune goes and finds Rena and she's like, uh, Rena, my girlfriend, what did I do? Did I say something to upset you? I'm sorry. And Rena's like, you have my sister's heart from your heart transplant. It was this. It was the same day. You who must have, have gotten, seen this coming. Who could have possibly seen this coming? Nobody. Especially, especially not anyone not who's us. watched Idly Pride. And especially not anyone who's ever watched Idly Pride. <laughs> no, no one could have seen this coming. Nope. And so Rena is just like fucking mad. She's like, I worked so hard to get here. Did you really get here all on my own, on your own merit? Or is it because my sister's been with you this whole time? And she just like runs off dramatically. And I'm like, okay, listen, I know we all watch Idly Pride, but <laughs> having someone's heart doesn't actually make you better at singing. No, it's only if you have their soul because you're a reincarnation of them. Yeah, and that's different. That's, that's AKB really shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, episode nine. Dun, dun, dun. We start with a dream sequence. We <gasps> see Rena, who's like younger, like her in middle school, and she's on stage and she's trying to sing, but she messes up. And her older dead sister, Kari, is in the audience and she's like, Rena, is this really what you want? Do you really like singing? And then Suzune comes on stage next to her and starts singing, and then Rena jolts awake, and she's like, oh, fuck, maybe I don't actually like singing that <gasps> dun, much. Dun, dun, this dun, is, dun. This is bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so we have more interviews, more of the girls talking about their feelings. Rena keeps putting off her interview, and everyone's like, that's so unusual. She's usually so punctual with the schedule. Um... And she ends up throwing away the picture book that she's had of her sister. Like, the entire time in this anime, she's had, like, this photo book of her sister. Like, pictures of her sister and quotes from her sister. And she keeps looking at it whenever she's feeling conflicted. And she, like, looks at this. And then she just shoves it off her desk and into the trash can. Um, But later, the dorm mom finds it. And then, like, brings it back to her. And she's like, you know, I've seen so many girls come through these dorms. And, like, they're like little clams. And over the course of the summer and the competition, they all open up and show the beautiful pearls inside them. But you're still holding back. And you haven't shown off your true potential yet. You haven't shown everyone what your pearl is. And Rose's like, my pearl's a fucking rock. (laughs) I don't got anything. (laughs) The only reason I'm popular is because my sister's... Fans are all voting for me. Oh, poor Rena. Yeah, and so Dorm Mom's like, well, I don't think that's true. Good. Um, and so Rena goes and apologizes to Suzune, and she's like, you know, it's kind of hypocritical of me, maybe, but I'm happy I got to meet the person that my sister saved because I thought I'd never get to know who it was, and I'm happy that it was you, and they <laughs> hug. And they kiss. And then, no. And they kiss. No. But what they do is they hug, and Rena and Suzune both cry, and Rena says, take care of my sister, okay? Take her back to the stage that she loved so much. And then Star starts crying. And <laughs> it's sweet. It's sweet. It is like, take care of my sister. And so it's, oh, it's doki dokies. Dokies. Literally. But yeah, so now it's time for Rena to finally give her interview. And her interview is... Like, she just says, I don't think I really like singing like my sister or like the other members do. I was just trying to chase my sister's dream because I wanted to know what she felt when she stood on that stage. But I'm sorry to everyone that I've disappointed. 
turns out I don't actually like singing that much after all. Ooh. And everyone's like, why is she sounding like she's going to quit? Why is she going to, why is she sounding, why did she apologize? And so mm. all the other girls are freaking out. We get a little bit more of all the girls freaking out because now it's time for the vote. Dun, dun, dun. And we see the girls drop their votes in the ballot box. And then we completely skip the vote. Oh, okay. So the show does something interesting here, and I liked it when they did it the first time. Mm-hmm. And we'll come back to that. So the first time, episode 10 starts. We don't know the results of the vote, but what we see is we see Suzune waking up in her bedroom, not at the dorms anymore, and she's like getting ready for the day, and she's brushing her teeth. No mention of selection project or anything. Um, We see her go into town and we see her meet Rena and they're kind of talking very vaguely about what happened during the final round. And basically they're doing a bait and switch here Mm. because they're making you think these two girls got voted off. Mm. But then it gradually feeds you a little bit more info and you see some shots of the other girls who were also all back home. Mm hmm. And you realize they give you a, they finally give you a flashback halfway through the episode and show you what actually happened. They all voted for themselves. They all got voted off, which means that they all got disqualified and the show ended. Oh. Yeah. So they basically pulled a Hunger Games. Yeah. It's like, we all love each other so much. We can't possibly vote each other off. So we're just going to either not vote for each other or Ren is going to vote for herself. And then the rest of us just aren't going to vote. And so they ended up with a nine-way tie, and the show just ends with, like, a white text on a black screen that says, this, this is the end of the season. Thank you for watching Selection Project. Oh. See you again for season eight. Oh. Which was, like, this is kind of the twist I was talking about towards the beginning. Yes. It's like, I was so expecting the agency to be like so desperate to keep their show on the air and not disappoint their viewers that they would have come up with some kind of compromise or done some other crazy dramatic thing. But no. Yeah. They literally just end the show because all of the girls disqualified themselves. Oh. And so I was just kind of sitting there watching this like, huh? Well, what the fuck are we going to do for the next four episodes? Yeah. Good question. (laughs) I guess like three and a half at this point. Cause like, 11, 12, yeah, three and a half. Because we're halfway through episode 10 by the time we figured this out, and there's 13 episodes total. Um, and so this was the point where I made that tweet where I was like, I'm kind of genuinely enjoying this show now, because like, mm-hmm. where do we go from here? There's still three and a half more episodes. What's, what's going to happen? <laughs> but yeah, so it turns out what the girls decide to do, they all meet up together, um, and they decide, we want to keep being idols but obviously we can't be on the selection project anymore. So we're all going indie and we're all going to try and be idols just kind of by ourselves. But together as a group. That makes sense. They're friends now. Yeah, everyone is hesitant except for, uh, well, everyone's gung-ho about it except for Rena, who is more hesitant. And she's just like, well, I've already kind of said I I don't actually like singing. I was just kind of chasing a dream that wasn't mine. I'll stick around and I'll support because I like you guys because I've had my character growth. So now I like you, Um, (laughs) but I'm not going to sing or dance. And they're Mm -hmm. like, are you sure? Are you sure, Rena? And she's like, yeah, I'm sure. Um, 
And so we have like a montage of them like all Skyping each other for the next couple of months as they like work to compose a song and design outfits and choreograph a dance number. It's very cute. Cute. Um, and then Rena just helps them decide on a name. Um, so when it's written out, it's the number nine and then T-I-E. But because it's Japanese, it's pronounced Q-T. Oh, which is that's adorable. But it's very, also nine tie. That's it, really cute. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, like it, that's a yeah, good name. Because there's, there's nine of them, but it's funny because like Rena comes up with the name, but Susan is like Rena. It's not nine if you're not there. And Rena's like, I, I know, but oh. And so like eventually the girls kind of wear her down, and she agrees to join the group. And they're like, we've already made an outfit for you because we knew you were gonna wear you down eventually. <laughs> and Rena's like, friendship, friendship. <laughs> Slow burn friendship. Slow Cute. burn friendship. Let's go. <laughs> Cute. Episode 11. We're close to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, the QT girls, um, they make like a little not Twitter account to promote themselves. And they pre- do their first performance as like a little sidewalk concert. But <laughs> literally no one comes to watch them. I like how they're having their like first quote unquote performance like this late in a season. That's fun. Yeah, no, it, it's cute. Well, I mean, like, they performed together during the yeah. show, but like, like the, the beach their, episode. Their, but yeah. The failed first performance trope is late. It's very late. It's in fucking episode 11. There's three <laughs> episodes left and we're finally getting, yeah, this. Um, we don't really see much of the performance. We just kind of, like, cut to the end and they're like, nobody watched us. This, this fucking sucks. Um, and then they're all, like, frustrated and they're hanging out afterwards. And then we find out that they decided not to use their fame from Selection Project to boost themselves. Mm. Which, can I say, listen, girls, I get it. I, I, I conceptually, I understand wanting to, like, grow by yourselves. But you're all fucking idiots. You were on a show with, like, millions of viewers and hundreds of thousands of people who were voting for you and cheering for you and were legitimate fans of you. And you're not gonna, like, try and promote yourselves yeah. to the audience you already established? You're fucking idiots! Yeah, the only reason why I could see that being a thing is, like, maybe if they had a contract, but if they didn't say that, then, no, they use your social media they're just doing it because you know they're they're good girls and they don't want bullshit (laughs) bullshit i feel like nagisa would have been the one who's like we should totally use this if we want to be successful as idols we Mm -hmm. should at least advertise ourselves as like we've we like that's such a good underdog story yep it's like they put, they tried to make us compete against our, each other, but our love for each other was so strong that it outweighed the prize we would have got from winning this reality show. That's so good as an underdog story. And they're mm-hmm. not playing it up at all. And I'm like, oh my God, if I was your manager, I would beat some sense into all of you. <laughs> oh my fucking God, are you shitting me right now? Because <laughs> they have like 300 followers on fake Twitter. And I'm just like, you girls, all what? of you. Got a hundred thousand people to vote for Log you to stay on, your on old the show. Twitter. Log on to your old Twitter and say, "Hey, BT Dubs, if you were disappointed by how Selection Project ended, good news, you can still keep up with all of our shit." I'm just baffled. I am baffled by their choices in this episode. But anyway, frankly, I'm kind of amazed that the internet didn't find them and start spreading their group around like immediately. But Fair. whatever. 
Um, so the girls start like passing out flyers to advertise for like their next show. Mm-hmm. Um, we see some of the flunky auditioners from the first episode show up and kind of gives them crap. They're Am like, I there? If you're in- uh, no, you're still in California. Oh, okay, that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, they were like, if you're going to end the show by wasting your opportunities, you should have dropped out earlier so people who were actually going to take it seriously could have won. Oof. It's like, oof. Um, and then the girls start feeling the pressure because they're not doing well. Like Uta, little baby child actor, is apparently getting a lot of pressure from her mom. It's like, if you mm. don't do well with this new idol thing, I'm going to start putting you, like, I'm going to make you quit. And she's like, but I want to be an idol with my friends, goddammit. And then so June, um, Sumi Panda mascot guy, and uh, dorm mom are discussing. I don't think we find this out. I forget exactly when we find this out, but we find out that the dorm mom is actually the CEO of the selection project company. Well, she could have done something earlier then. (laughs) She could have done something earlier. And she's like, wow, I can't believe it ended like that. And I'm like, it didn't have to end like that. If you wanted your if show you to keep the company. Going. It's like, listen, I you're running a company. Yeah, it's like, I get it if you, like, wanted to support these girls. But she's just like, well, they all quit. What are we going to do? I'm like, I don't know. You're the fucking producer of a reality TV show. These girls have contracts. Or they should. Yeah. There's probably things you can force them to do if you really want to. Fucking wild. But I, no, the the company's got to be the good guy in this show. The company's mm. the good guy, Sarah. They can't they can't upset their girls. Um, so the next concert that they do, they finally have managed to draw a bigger crowd. They've got like twenty or thirty people, which results from like people recognizing them on the street. And them passing out flyers and all this stuff. And then the next time you see their Twitter, they've jumped up to 50,000 followers. And I'm like, all right, some, like, I guess the internet was working backstage because that is wild. That's quick, yes. Uh, And then they perform their original song. It's called Our Dream Will Come True Someday. And this is like the one, uh, again, another big group song, but there's not really any 3D in it. Um, I don't like the outfits. Mm. They're like these green and gray school uniform looking outfits and all the girls have different types of school uniforms. And I'm like, they ha- it, the scene takes place in autumn and they do have autumn vibes. So I, just, I just don't like the green and gray. Yeah. It, they don't stand out. Mm-hmm. They're not... Like, they're not, they don't feel like idol outfits. Mm-hmm. They feel like school uniforms that are boring. But yeah, so they do the song. We have some flash cuts throughout the song that show how well they're doing on the internet now, despite the fact that they said specifically they don't want to use the Selection Project audience to grow their following. But they kind of did anyway, because the internet works in mysterious ways. Um, the audition losers come up and apologize, and they were like, hey, we were assholes earlier. I guess you guys are taking this seriously. Wow. Um, <laughs> and then June shows up. June mascot guy shows mm. up. Um, just wearing, he's doing a suit now. And he's like, hey, so the CEO of the company has, a, has, has an offer for you guys. You guys have been doing so well on your own, on your, your second performance, Mm-hmm. Um, that we are going to offer you a chance to come back for a final round of Selection Project. One last performance to try and earn your professional debut. Oh, very Hunger Games. 
Yeah, very Hunger Games. And they have to get, like, as a, as a group total, they have to get two million votes Ooh. in order to make this debut. So it's time for the last two episodes. And I merged these two episodes into the same, like, section of my notes because they blend together so well. Okay. And also it's extremely, um, like, decompressed. Okay. Which is wild. But so what happens is all the girls, episode 12 slash 13... All the girls go back to the Selection Project studio. We see them do just like a little bit of prep for their concert. But Susan A ends up overworking herself and passing out. Oh, there we go. Because this was a problem in the first episode, and it never comes up again until we need drama in the final eps. Yep. Um, so she passes out, and she has to go to the hospital. They call an ambulance, and Rena and Dorm Mom go with her in the ambulance. Um, they get her to the hospital. She's stable but unconscious. Dun-dun. For, like, most of these next two episodes. Um, we find out that the dorm mom slash CEO, she blames herself for Akari's death. And she's like, if I had driven her home that day, none of this would have ever happened. Um, so she feels really guilty about it. And she ended up becoming the dorm mom for all the contestants so that she could keep a better eye on the girls. Mm, gotcha. He's like, you're literal dorm mom. I like it. Yeah. But yeah, so all the other girls are like, fuck, we gotta stall for time. Uh, really drag out that MC. And also <laughs> the last two episodes of this anime. Just drag that shit out because Suzu and Rena, or Suzune and Rena aren't here yet. Nah, fuck. Nah, fuck. Just, just, just talk so much. <laughs> um, and then, like, they run out of stuff to talk about, and they're like, oh no, what do we do? And then um, the Sumi Panda guy, uh, God, I forgot, June. Is like, well, luckily we've got some uh, currently, uh, previously unreleased footage of their time. And it turns into a recap episode almost. Gotcha. A recap episode for a 12 episode anime. But like all the footage is, most of the footage is new. A lot of it is new, but a lot of it is literally just stuff we saw previously. And also going back, uh, Dormom's the CEO. Like, can't she just like do something? (laughs) No, because that wouldn't be dramatic, Sarah. Okay, I see, I see. That wouldn't be dramatic, you see. I see, I see. But yeah, so um, they're like playing the live stream for Suzune while she's unconscious in the hospital and being Mm. like, Suzu, wake up. It's time to be an idol. See this? This is your alarm clock. You've got to wake up. There's like a conversation about how Susan A always wakes up before her alarm goes off earlier. Mm, so gotcha, that's like gotcha. meaningful. It's not um, just like, hey, kid, wake up. Stop being sick. We need you to dance. I mean, it's kind of that. But <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like, Susan A, we need you. We need you. We all have to. QT is not QT without all Q of us. We all mm. nine got to be there. Come on, Susan A. You're going to miss the concert. What the fuck? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so then at the start of episode 13, uh, we see a dream sequence of uh, Akari, the dead older sister, talking to Suzune about being an idol and how much they love being an idol and how much they love singing. And and, Suz- or, uh, and Akari's like, I'm cheering for you and stuff like that. It's very cute. And then Suzune finally wakes up. Oh. And then they kiss. she's like, and then she's like, Rena, it's time. Let's go to the concert. And then they do the skip ahead to the epilogue thing again. Like the first time, I liked it because it's like, ooh, okay, okay, drama. We're like holding off on the results. 
It's interesting. You're kind of misleading us deliberately here, but it's like, it's dramatic. I get it. I like it. I hated it when they did it the second time. Yeah. It's like, you've already done this. What the fuck? So we just see all of the girls doing their own thing. It's kind of the same thing we saw a few episodes ago, but it's winter now, so it's different. Mm. Um, and... It's like the exact same shit that we saw in the previous episode that did the skip ahead to the epilogue bit. And then, so they skip ahead to the epilogue and they're all meeting up at the selection production, like the actual office building. And June is the mascot, is their manager now, but he's not a mascot, he's just a dude. And they're making their professional debut. And then we flash back to the final concert number. Okay. Um, and it's glorious days. It's the OP. It's all of them performing together. It's 3D. It's also the song they would have sung in the final round if they hadn't all dropped out. Mm-hmm. So it's meaningful. Yes. But yeah, so this is like the big end of season dance number. It's done all in 3D, but again, the 3D is really nice. Yeah, it's really good. They've all got like kind of like red, white, and blue outfits. They're pretty cute. They've got like kind of oversized jackets and skirts. They almost look like cheerleader outfits a little bit. Mm-hmm. They kind of yeah. have that vibe. Um, but like cheerleaders in jackets. Yes. And like everybody's is cut a little differently, which I liked. Um, and they do kind of leave it open for a second season because they're like, okay, now is when the real party starts because now it's actually time to make your professional debut. Oh, I see. Credits. So we don't know what their professional so debut will be like. Yeah, no, like they definitely left it open for a second season. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's Selection Project. Oh, I feel like those last two episodes could have been one episode. Idly pride. Lost must of substance. It's idly pride again. Mm-hmm. That's the anime. Anime. <laughs> so what do you think, Sarah? Based on what I've told you, what do you think about this anime? I okay. So, I mean, the plot is fine. <laughs> it's idly pride. <laughs> um, I like my little opinion is when you sent me those videos that I watched. Like uh-huh. I watched them, and Athena was next to me, my wife. And we were uh-huh. like, we actually really dig this music and like the yeah, visuals. Yeah, no, it's good. Like the, it, it stands out. It's very modern sounding idol music, which is mm-hmm. nice. It doesn't go back yeah. into a lot of older idol music tropes. So mm-hmm. music's good. I like the girl <laughs> that I yeah. like. It, as far like rewinding for the music a little bit, it kind of reminds me of like how if all classic idol anime is boiled down to like just Love Live, Original Love Live, they just kind of stuck with a formula of, like, just mm-hmm. cute idol music. And then when they did Sunshine, it's like, okay, we're going to explore different genres now. Yeah. Here's an EDM song. Yeah. Um, this is very much more of a Sunshine, where it's like they're being more experimental with the music and, like, kind of the vibe of the show. Yeah. I, I, I genuinely enjoy the show a lot. I really like Nagisa. She's my best she's, girl. No, she's so good, though, Sarah. You would love her. <laughs> I clocked her initially, and I'm like, I like her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and you called me out. You got me. No, yeah. I mean, she like she reminds me of you a little bit. It's like, appreciate. yeah, this is a character that Sarah would like. I appreciate it. When are we going to cosplay them? I mean, I w- like, honestly. Ironically, I would love to cosplay those outfits from, like, uh, the Glorious Days song, the, f- the one in the last episode. Oh, I, for, I also really like the sport sporty overall ones oh no those are super cute too but like i love susanae i'd want to do her oh, and she's okay. not in that unit i didn't know if you wanted to do uh not makoto 
Uh, and not Makoto is like a younger one, so she's kind of on gotcha, the short gotcha, side, so I'm not gotcha. sure if I'd be able to pull her off. <laughs> also, she's like, I, I'm pretty sure it's implied that she's just tan. Sure. But, yeah, Makes sense. You know. Well, yes, let's do it. I, <laughs> I almost said idly pride <laughs> cosplay. Uh, no! <laughs> Oops. Oops doodle Same show, kind of, sort of. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, of the two, like, idly pride gave me more feelings. Mm-hmm. And, like, it definitely reveled a lot more in the drama. But this show, I feel like I got to know the characters a lot more. Mm-hmm. I liked the 3D. I like the look of this show a lot better than Idly Pride. Makes sense. Um, I like the music, I think. I need to go back and, like, listen to some of Idly Pride's music. But my favorite Idly Pride songs are the ones that Mana sings, not any of the subunits. Right. And so, like, this song, or this anime, I genuinely liked, like, pretty much all of the music. Yeah. And, like, no matter who was performing it, I'm like, this is just some good jams. I'm for it. Some good heckin' jams. But yes. no, like, I, I love Suzune. I love me cute, cute, energetic ponytail characters. And she's Yay. got, like, the perfect ponytail. And I'm Yay. like, yes, bless this fluffy baby. I love she. Yeah. But yeah, everybody else kind of, eh. But <laughs> cuties, good show. Good show. Like Yay. it. <laughs> but yeah, going back to it, producers are fucking cowards. Yep. I want an idol anime show where they actually vote people off and or kill them. Murder idols. Murder, Murder idols. idols. Let's go. I would genuinely watch and enjoy the shit out of an idol anime that was like death game. But yep. if it's good, if yes. it's just like a bunch of fan service bullshit that I'm going to be like, well, this is a waste of potential. I mean- but like an actual good <laughs> idol death game, like Squid Game or like Battle Royale or Danganronpa or whatever the hell, I would enjoy the shit out of that. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Sing for your life, girlies. <laughs> it's Survivor, but the winners die. Dun dun. And then you could go into like things where like maybe they're actually dying, but the like the well, the show hides the fact that they're dying, and it's like you a mentioned thing. the Hunger Games. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Hunger Games. Like you could either go full Hunger Games, or you could hide the fact that you're killing the girls, ooh. and then like ooh, and then that's drama. And it's like we're locked in here, we're trapped in here until there's a winner, but no one outside knows that we're dying, and there could be like a whole subplot about that. Am I gonna write this show? I might write this show. Anyway, yeah. this has been Idle Days, the show about idle anime. <laughs> <laughs> Write this fan fiction with me, Sarah. Yes. Fan fiction is just original us coming up with the characters. Yes. It's original fiction, but it's also fan fiction <laughs> because we watch a lot of idol anime. Fan of just the genre. Yeah, fan fiction of the genre, but also all the girls die. <laughs> anyway, that's our podcast. Yes. Short, we didn't hit two, two hours on this episode, and I'm proud of myself. Incredible. Let's fucking go. I mean, it helped that the show was so decompressed. Yes. But... Yeehaw. We love it when a podcast episode does not take quite so long to edit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so if people want to find us on the internet, Sarah, where can they go? You can go to our website at idolluminati.net or idoldays.card.co. That's I-D-O-L-D-A-Y-S dot C-A-R-R-D dot C-O. And Star, if people want to find us on social media, where can they find us? We are at Idle Days Pod, I D O L D A Y S P O D, on Instagram and Twitter. Um, the scheduler app that I had been using to post stuff for the show um, unfortunately chopped down how many posts you're allowed to schedule Uh-oh. in a month um, from like 30 down to 10. And I was like, God damn it. So we haven't been posting too much, but I'm, I'm going to try and get back on that horse. 
so yeah, we can yeah. like get back to like idle birthday posts and things like that because I think that would be fun. And on both our social media and our website, you can find links to our Discord. Yeah, join our Discord. We talk about idle news and idle animes and stuff come, like that. Come give your fan plot for what an idle actual <laughs> Hunger Games would look like. Submit your idle persona to the idle anime death game that Sarah <laughs> and I are apparently going to write. Or host? What? Or, oh, well, uh, <laughs> you and I combine to form a single mascot. Uh-oh. <laughs> Just like we talked about on the last episode that you made me edit out because you're a coward. <laughs> <laughs> Remember to listen after the credits because sometimes we put bullshit at the end. <laughs> we do. Anyways, you know what's coming soon, Sarah? You know what we're technically already in, but you know what's when you know what's coming up? Natsushiyoze. <laughs> it's summer, guys, and it's you know summer. what that means. Hold on to your butts. Live, it's laugh, happening. and love. Live, laugh, love, summer. <laughs> you, you know what time it is. We, you know Next what time episode. it is. We're getting into it. Live, Let's laugh, love, go. Summer of love and live. <laughs> oh, you're actually, you. you're actually saying it. I was just going to make hints. Oh, well, you all know. You, everybody fucking knows. We do this shit every year. Summer of love, live, baby. Let's go. Let's go. But yes, so this has been Idle Days. We've been lady. See, See you next, next live. Bye. Bye.